the International Secret Police. Ceiling zero. Ceiling zero. Ceiling zero. Ceiling zero. Speed Gibson, Clint Barlow, and Barney Dunlap of the International Secret Police have come to Hong Kong, China to capture the world criminal, the octopus. Aiding them is Dr. Kingsley, noted physician, who is high in diplomatic circles as well, and who is grateful to the boys for saving his little daughter's life in Honolulu. The boys go to the tea house of Li Ying, Hong Kong representative of the secret police. He tells them that a boatload of slaves is expected down the Siang River that night, and they arrange to meet at his tea house in Chinese disguise in an effort to arrest the criminals. Then Clint receives a warning in a rice cake that Marsha Winfield, Jean's governess, has disappeared and learns that this is true by phoning the doctor's residence. We find the boys there now questioning their friend. And uh, you say you heard nothing at all last night, Doctor? No. After the police had gone, taking those octopus men with them, you boys had gone to your hotel, we all retired, careful to see that everything was well locked. I fell into a heavy sleep. No wonder, after all the excitement we had, I pounded my ear, too. And the first inkling you had of Marsha's disappearance was this morning, then, when she failed to come down for breakfast? That's correct. I'm sorry I can't tell you more, Clint. Ah, here, Jean, don't cry like that. Your tears aren't helping anything. I know, Daddy, but I miss Marcia so. I'm so afraid that the octopus might hurt her. I don't think he will, Jean. He's just trying to frighten her. And us, trying to call us off his track. Now, Jean, do you think you could answer some questions? Now, maybe you can help us since you were the last one to see Marcia. I'll try, Clint. Oh, well, that's a brave girl. Now, now think back carefully. Did Marcia appear worried over anything when she said goodnight last night? No. In fact, she wasn't as worried as she used to be because of the way you got rid of those octopus men in the garden. She laughed when she kissed me and tucked me in like she always does. She laughed and said we didn't have anything to worry about anymore because you and Speed and Barney were going to take care of us. We will too, Jean. We're going to get Marsha back right away. Are you, Barney? You bet we are. Now tell us, Miss Marsha slept in the room next to yours? Yes. And she left the door open between our rooms. You know, if Miss Marsha went right to bed after she said goodnight to you? Yes, she did. I couldn't see her bed from mine, but I stayed awake until she turned her light off and called goodnight to me again. I was too excited to go right to sleep. When did you go to sleep? Right after that, I guess, because that's the last thing I remember. Her calling goodnight and me answering. And we're pretty sure that Miss Marcia didn't go out of the house, aren't we, Clint? Yes, unless she'd waited until Jean was sound asleep before going out. But why should the girl go out in Hong Kong so late, Clint? Well, Marcia once had the idea that she would seek the octopus alone, Doctor. Didn't want to add her troubles to ours, she said. But I thought we'd changed her mind about that. We did, Clint. Anyhow, if Miss Marcia's gone out of her room because she wanted to, why did we find the mark of the octopus? Yes, you're right, Steve. Undoubtedly, the octopus is behind her disappearance. <laughs> Well, shouldn't we report this to the police immediately, Clint? I held off until talking to you, but now it seems to me the proper thing would be to notify the police immediately. 
The longer we hold off, the less chance we have of finding trace of them. Well, the police can do no more than we've already done, Doctor. And they know even less of our common enemy. We've searched Marsh's room, the ground beneath her window, everything that might contain some clue, but with no results. She vanished without a trace. And now, I must ask you to give me the rest of the day and tonight to look for her before notifying the police. You mean you have some idea of where they may have taken her? Just a hunch, Doctor. May we have your promise of silence? Oh, yes. You three are the only ones I can trust now. And you won't tell, will you, Jean? No, if you'll only find Marcia. Don't you worry. We'll find her. Maybe not right away. But I think we'll get a darn good start on her trail tonight. Why have you brought me here? How did I get here? I remember nothing. For a very good reason. A member of our band was secreted in your bedroom at the good doctor's home. The police did not get all of us. Your band? You mean the octopus band? Yes. Our operator had a bottle of chloroform and a handkerchief. After you had fallen asleep, it was very simple to render you completely unconscious and spirit you away. The rest of the house, thinking all danger was past, was fast asleep. Are you the octopus? I am flattered, but alas, I am not the octopus. You will hear him shortly, however. But why has he done this to me? Haven't I suffered enough at his hands? And how can you, you whom Dr. Kingsley think is one of his good friends... How can you belong to the band of such a criminal? I am not here to answer questions, Miss Winfield. Merely to follow the master's orders as to what is to be done with you. Done with me? What do you mean? Why, the master is about to speak. Well, if he wants to speak, why don't he meet me face to face? Welcome, Miss Winfield. Are you the octopus? Yes, that is the name I am known by. But you're better known by your crimes and terrible deeds. Better be careful of your words, Miss Winfield. Allow her to speak as she wishes, Kwan Wu. She amuses me. Oh, I don't care if I amuse you. I don't care what you do with me. Only tell me, where is my brother? What have you done with him? Your brother? Yes, Lawrence Winfield. He was an engineer with an oil company that started operations here three years ago. They were going to begin surveys in Tibet. I remember him well. Oh, where is he? Please tell me. Is he safe? Is he well? Can I see him? Do you understand now, Kwan Wu, why I wanted to be rid of this girl as soon as possible? She can ask more questions in five minutes than any man could in an hour. I understand, Master. <laughs> oh, have you no heart? You are an enemy, Miss Winfield. You have a map which might lead you and your friends, the secret police... To my headquarters. I only wanted to know what happened to Larry. You shall learn what happened to your brother. Kwan Wu. Yes, master. The slave boat tonight down the Tiang River. Yes. To anyone who might see it, it shall appear a flower boat with music and dancing girls to amuse the beholder. But hidden away beneath the deck, this flower boat carries many slaves. <gasps> that is true, master. The slaves are to be rendered unconscious, placed in sacks, and put aboard another boat as cargo. 
Cauliflower boat takes another load of opium to go up the Tiang River into the interior of China. Oh. A cargo of opium and one slave, Kwan Wu. One master? Yes. Marsha Winfield. Oh, no. Oh, no, not that. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Well, I got everything here that's necessary for the Chinese makeup now. Gee, it don't look like much, Clint. Yellow grease paint, some tape to slant our eyes with, liquid body makeup, and a knife pencil, which we can use to draw lines in our faces if we want, as well as use on our eyes. Don't forget these wigs, Speed. Kind of greasy looking, ain't they? Well, after all, we're supposed to be Chinese coolies, Barney. I guess them clothes that Lee Yang will have for us will be dirty too, huh? Probably. So what have you got against dirt all of a sudden? Well, nothing if it's good old American dirt. But I can't go for Chinese dirt so much. Uh, you'll go for it and like it. I only hope that Ying may have heard some whisper about Marsha by the time he reaches tea house. He hadn't up to four o'clock this afternoon. You think we'll hear anything at the dock tonight, Clint? Well, all we can do is hope. It's our only chance of getting to her. If we can get near enough to flower boats when it docks, maybe we can hear something about it. Get some clues to where they're going to take her. Where do you think she is now, Clint? With the octopus. There's no doubt about it. What makes you so sure? In my experience with him, I've only been able to discover one weakness in the man, Barney. His egotism. He'll want to parade his power before Marsha, helpless as she is. If I could lay hands on that devil fish, I'd tear him apart. Our only chance to lay hands on him, Barney, is to play his own game. To be as cold and calculating as the octopus. To match our wits against his. And to try and be three jumps ahead of them all the time. Don't you think we'd better get started for Ying's tea house, Clint? Getting near seven o'clock, the time he told us to be there. Uh, yes, Vina. Just give me time to distribute this makeup between us. So we can carry it in our coat pockets without appearing to be carrying anything. Here, now, you take the grease paint speed. I'll take the body makeup. And Barney, uh, you tuck the eye tape and pencil away in your pockets. Well, what about them wigs? They're the babies that are going to take up rum. No, no, we'll each carry one. Stick it under your coat and your belt band. Our coats are loose enough if we leave them unbuttoned so there'll be no bulge. Well, that's a swell idea, Clint. Nobody will ever guess we're carrying wigs. Not unless we get in a high wind. Well, ready to go? Uh, no, wait a minute. Got your gun, Barney? Sure. Well, we should let me carry one, Clint. No, no, no. Guns get people into trouble, Sveen. I only carry one for emergencies. Emergencies that I'm going to keep you out of if I can. Well, everything's ready now. Let's go to Yin's. Hold everything. Maybe that's Dr. Kingsley. No, wait a minute. He's waiting at his house for some word. Who's there? Whoever it is won't talk. Open the door, Barney. I'll cover it. Speed, you go over there out of range. Yes, sir. Are you ready? Yes. And here goes. No one here. No one in sight in the hall, either. But look, there's a note pinned on the door. Hmm? Hey, quick, let's have it. Here you are. I might have known he'd pull this. Pull what? What does it say, Clint? If you want the safety of the Winfield girl guaranteed... Admit I've beaten you, Barlow. Continue in your pursuit, and you will be directly responsible for her fate. The octopus. (laughs) 